Football Podcast. Staying on strikers now. So many, so many transfers, transfer stories at the moment. So Rasmus Hoyland, um, Manchester United have already agreed personal terms with Hoyland. We know that Hoyland wants to make the move. He's made that very clear. Um, now this week it's, it's, it's accepted by everyone that Manchester United are going to make an official bid for Hoyland uh, this this week. So the question is, uh, it seems like it seems like Atalanta have already found their replacement for Hoyland as well, and that's El Bilal Torre of Almeria. Although they face competition from Everton, um, so it looks like yeah, Atalanta are are you know accepting that that Hoyland there's a good chance he's, he's he is going to leave mm. for Manchester United. The question is though. Um, what should the transfer fee be? How much should should Atalanta be, be be asking for? Because we've seen different numbers go around for this. We, we originally, you know, it seemed like United were going to kind of bid around 35, 40 million. Uh, that was deemed way too low and that Atalanta were looking for more around about 60. But then we've seen recently that actually Atalanta are now actually asking for more closer towards 70, 80 million. So, you know, we don't know. We'll see later this week when the bid comes in what, what, what they're asking for and what United are, are, pay, are prepared to pay. But how much do you think that Atalanta, how much do you think he's worth and how much do you think Atalanta should charge United for? I think this is so difficult to talk about because we're talking about a player who's really only had one good season. He's still very young, incredible talent. All of that is true. But, you know, usually, uh, based on the transfer window, I mean, I, I'd say Vlaovic for how much he joined Juve for. That's where I'd probably... Charge for mm. Hoyland. So eight. So you're talking seventy yeah. to eighty with 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 add-ons and bonuses, yeah, something like that. Well. That's where you mm. get. Um, if you go, um, yeah, that's that's the level you're at. If you're trying to to uh, you know, usually for these kind of young strikers, that kind of mode. But I mean, that's you know, it is a big risk because Vlaovic is yet to fulfil his potential. Um, That's what I mean. I mean, the Vlaovic is almost like a warning because yeah. Vlaovic had achieved more and had been yeah. playing for much longer than yeah. than, than Hoyland at, at, at this level. Uh, I mean, um, Vlaovic had a, had a whole year where he 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 was second or third top scorer in all of Europe yeah. when he went for for eighty million to, yeah. to Juventus. Um, whereas Hoyland, I mean, you say he had one season; he's really only had. Half a season, because yeah. if you look at his numbers, all virtually all his goals, nearly all of his goals, even though you could see, clearly see there was some big talent there in the first half of the season, all of his actual tangible uh, uh, achievements came in 2023. Um, and I mean, he's been on fire in 2023. He scored 15 goals in, in 2023 for for Atalanta and for uh, for Denmark. Uh, and And, you know, you can see... You know, just looking at him physically, he's already a man. You know, he already bullies defenders physically, uh, and he, he, you know he's, he's so quick. We saw that burst of pace that he did against Lazio that time, and that was probably his best performance. Um, and he has that incredible left foot. You know, just like the player that he is compared to, which is Erling Haaland. He's he's, he's compared to him um, under eleven seconds. He he does the hundred meters in. So I mean, you can see that he. He won't have a problem physically uh, with the Premier League, with the intensity and stuff. But yeah, it is a short period of time, and and there's always 
yeah, there's always a risk also with youngsters as well. Um, are they ready? Is he going to be ready? Is he going to be, if he's going to be Man United's number nine straight away? So, Well, the difference is this, and that is that Eric Ten Hag knows, has worked with young players, of, of you know, is good with young players. We know that he can get players to take the next step. He improves players, regardless of how old they are. We've seen that with him, right? So I think that's one thing that I think is 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 that is comforting if you're Manchester United. Um, for for Atalanta, they know how to skin and fleece Premier League clubs. Um, yeah, and they know how to skin and fleece anyone who wants to buy their players. Period. Um, but I'm starting to wonder if the jig is up soon because, you know, between Kulusevski and, and the other Swede, um, whose name eludes me now, uh, you know, when he went to United, um, what's his name? Dial- oh, Elanga. Anthony Elanga. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he's, he's been sold. He's on the brink of being sold. Well, exactly. He's yeah. not been very, very good, has he? Mm. Uh, I never rated him, to be honest with you. I never, I never, I, I never, I never got the fuss of him. Uh, he, he he's a classic example of youth merchant that just because he's young, uh, everybody suddenly rates them. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Atal- we know Atalanta how well they've done. I mean, if they do sell him for this big money, um, again, it, is, it just shows what an incredible job Atalanta do in, in scouting these players and 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 if they get Bilal Torre, I mean, who knows? He he might be the next one. I mean, they. They just—they're just so good at discovering these players. And, Sorry, I mean, and, I mean, Ahmad Diallo, who played for Atalanta and barely played, and then went to Manchester United, not the Swedish Elanga. Uh, but yeah. they, you know, Ahmad Diallo was sold to United for forty million. Yeah, and he'd I mean, only played—he'd only played about two hundred and seventy minutes of. of, of senior <laughs> this is football. what I mean. Like they know how to fleece clubs for yeah. for talent. And but it's also, and I was discussing this the other day um, separately. Is is that you know Atalanta. Gasparini is a system-based coach yes, and there is always the risk with system-based coaches that players only play well in their system system. and they don't. I mean, I don't think it'll be the case for Hoyland. We've seen how well he's done for Denmark and he's been on fire for Denmark as well. Um, You know, he doesn't come across as a system-based player at all, but there have been so many Atalanta players who had just haven't, they've gone to other clubs and they haven't, um, they haven't performed. They haven't fulfilled their potential. Um, you know, once they've left Atalanta, uh, you can you can go through so many Gagliardini, Robin Gosens. Um, I mean, Ahmed Diallo is, a, I guess, is a is a, is another one, isn't he? Um, you know, Frank Kessier even for a while, um, and even Kessier probably hasn't reached the sky sky high. I mean, he hasn't done it at Barcelona. Okay, did did well with Milan and winning the Scudetto with them, but even him, Cristante, Mancini, Cristante. I mean, you know, Mancini's yeah. only now, Gianluca Mancini's only now coming into it. Gagliardini. Yeah. Romero, a- Romero, yeah, as well. I mean, he's mm. been, he's been decent at, at Tottenham and he obviously did very well for Argentina, but even he, he hasn't, he hasn't fulfilled as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 there's, there's that as well. Um, I do think he's an incredible talent though. And the fact that, you know, you know, I, let's not undersell him again. But Atalanta won't, no. Atalanta... No, no, they, they don't... They know how they to sell They know players. how to sell players and they know how to charge for their players and they don't And they care. don't need to sell as well. They're profitable. Yeah, They're they profitable are. They run really, really well. I mean, it's, I think you said it best when you described them pound for pound the best run club in the world. And I think that's that's a very, very good way to describe it. 